the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Good morning, good day, depending when you are listening to this show. I am your host for the One Drunk Hope Podcast, Witch Dragon. I hope everyone's well, everyone's good, everyone's having a wonderful, at least time of recording, Sunday. And wherever else you're listening to this, I hope your day is well. Okay, I'm going to try not to make this show long. I know I always say that and it ends up being long. I get it, I get it, and probably today is really no different. I don't have anything to read, so, you know, I saved that for my, my last episode, which was which was done a few hours ago, time of this recording, Justify My Love, go check that out. It will be on Anchor this week, if it isn't out already. And the only thing I have before the main event is it's going to talk about when I saw RuPaul's Drag Race actually earlier today, again, at least at the time of recording, we'll talk about that, I'm not really going to go by blow by blow by everything, maybe, I mean, I'll just go over stuff at least that I remember, and we'll go from there, and other than that, let's begin with the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, housekeeping as they say on YouTube, but we'll say it here until I can think of a better word, but housekeeping does sound about right. So, let's begin. Okay. Thank you, Anchor, Wisdom, Apple Apple Podcasts, or wherever you hear this show on. Thank you. Thank you to the platform for giving me a voice. And thank you to you, the listeners, for your support from day one until now and beyond. Thank you for your support by listening, sharing, liking the show, etc. Now, if you would like to book a reading with me, send show ideas, product ideas, samples of products you'd like me to review that you have, or book a reading with me, please email me at P-S-I-W-O-R-K-101 at yahoo.com. You can use that to go to my PayPal to donate if you feel inclined. Also, if you'd like to donate, you can please donate to my to my Venmo at W-I-C-T-H Dragon slash D-E-F-O-X-S-A slash D-E-A-R-S-A. Thank you very much. Now, if you would also like to get in contact with me besides my email, my Twitter is at WICTHDragon, and my TikToks are WitchDragon1, WICTHDragon, and my other TikTok is WDBackbone. Okay, so let's begin. The dark and the light for today. Oh, hold on. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Well, that is going to be the main event. Whoopsie. I went a little fast, y'all. Whew. Anyway. Alright, so my review on RuPaul's Drag Race this episode. Now, it's the anniversary episode of how long the show's been on, which is a very good achievement. I still stand by everything I said previously, and that was no shade or disrespect to anyone of the show that has been on for 15 years. Not at all. 
quite the opposite effect. However, however, I still think it's wonderful that they've been on 15 seasons regardless, and they had that longevity. So good for them. So basically, everyone was celebrating from the beginning until now, and all the different balls and what they had to make their their for the for the Crystal Bowl, which is going to be this season's ball themselves. And then, of course, they made they all did different outfits to represent you know their own styles and the, to represent some of the past balls. And of course. They all had their emotional moments, like Selena F. Titties, or Estes, you know, had her moment, and then, I forgot the other queen's name, unfortunately, but lovely, lovely young lady, or man, anyway, it doesn't matter, lovely person, lovely person, let's go with that, we ain't having a hate up in here, I, anyway, moving on. So we have what's going on with her, and her past with her family, with her father. Even though they had a rocky moment, he did take her in when she needed him, when her, when her mother kicked her out, which is horrible. Still amazing to kick your kid out when they're under 18, but okay, that's besides the point. But this is back in the day, so who knows? People can get away with a lot of things. I'm just glad she had her father to go to, even though he had their pro they had their problems, which parents and child children do, even in the best of circumstances, I'm sure. But he did buy her her, her sewing machine. So, at least he was supporting in that way, and I think that's beautiful. Shout out to her, to her father. I forgot her name at the moment. I'm so sorry about that, y'all. But really, go look at the episode. Anyway. And then, some of the, and of course, the judges were talking about, going back to Selena about how she should redo her dress a little bit, because it might look like it had a little too much. Go. And everyone had their thing going on. Now, and that's basically the gist of before they all got to, you know, the main event. Now, of course, RuPaul came up in a very stunning short vinyl, leathery uh, dress, shorts, whatever the hell it was. I don't know. It was hot. I loved it. And then, you know, they talked about some of what happened in the past shows and how they got to here now. And then she performed her song, Cake and Candy, with all them backup dances. And, and Carson was getting into it, doing that cake and candy. You know, how you're mixing in a mixing bowl. Oh, my God, it was awesome. He was cute. I liked his jacket. His jacket looked hot. I'm going to have to get me a jacket like that, y'all. But for real, for real. I don't know who the guest judge that they had in. Doesn't mean she's not doing anything. Just mean I don't know who she is. Julia or Julia Garner or something. I don't know. Someone nice, I'm sure. I just, I mean, anyway, it don't really matter. But I'm sure she's she's great. Anywho, so, but the Cake and Candy song, sure as it was, was awesome. Of course, back up dancing is even better. But that's not the point. That's just an extra credit point. Anyway, I digress. So, to make a long story short, everyone came out in their inspired outfits from past balls and blah, blah, blah. Which were great. Mistress. You know, came out in her beach ball outfit. Then her her own version of RuPaul's Drag Race, you know, jumpsuit and all that. That was now that was awesome. I like that one the best. And then 
the main event, like I talked about, where the crystal ball, everyone looks stunning in their gowns and everything. You know, I mean, see, this is why I said I could never be a judge on there. Because I would just love everybody's outfit. I'm like, yes, yes, you win. But see, I know you have to find something wrong with her outfit because not everyone can win. Someone got to win, someone got to lose. It's just the way it is. I mean, play like this. The critiques were fair. I, I, I can't really disagree with them. But regardless, at least from a viewer standpoint, to me, they look great. But again, as a judge, you have to go beyond that and say, okay, ooh, you need to work on that. And that's nothing against them. Hey, I mean, we if we were all perfect everything, it would be boring. And I guess if they all liked their outfit, it would be a boring show. So I get it. You know, all in all, it was, a, it was a very great episode. I do recommend everyone going seeing it and see it for yourself. Again, I'm not telling everything. One, because I'm lucky I remember that. Two, you know, I just want to give highlights. And there you go. Okay. Now that we got all that over with for the next five, ten minutes, let's just get to the main event. Again, I'm going to try not to make this a long show. But I'm also not going to promise you it's not going to be a long show. So let's just go to it. Okay. Dark and light. Now, how do I mean this? Do I mean it magically, spiritually, life in general, etc.? I mean it in all those ways, actually, today. This isn't quite a spirituality, magical episode per se, but it can be in parts. So let's just get to it. Okay. So before I begin, thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your generosity. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Okay. So, now that we got all that off the way, let's get to work. You ready? Okay. So, here we go. Now, when I say dark and light, what do I mean, at least for the first part? Well, everyone always talks about so it seems nowadays, which isn't entirely bad. I just don't know if it's entirely good. Well, maybe it's more indifferent. All right, let me get to the point, because I'm just rambling. Most people say, I really shouldn't say, I have to correct myself on that one. Love and light, blah, blah, blah. And it's not bad. But, let's be real, y'all. I'm not saying the world has to be all doom and gloom and blah, 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 blah. Because it's not. It feels like it, but it's not. And there's nothing wrong with being a loving and caring person or have a lot of love and light in your heart, but... Oof, I gotta be real. This is where one of my pet peeves comes in. And again, this is just my opinion. Take it as that. And it doesn't mean I'm right or they're wrong or they're wrong, right and I'm wrong. I don't know. It's just whatever. <sighs> oh. But I gotta be serious. People, I feel when I say love and light, they're forgetting about the darker aspects. Or assuming that everything's dark and everything's bitter is bad. No, it's just part of nature. Sometimes the light can blind your ass. And that's not good. But sometimes the dark can cool things down. And that's quote-unquote good. I mean, I know I use good and bad, or good and evil a lot in terms, but positive, negative, look, whatever, okay. Everything has a pol polarity. Okay, hey, I actually pronounced that word well today. <laughs> But, but seriously, everything has a polarity is really what I'm saying. And by the way, yeah, I do think there are evil people in the world. I'm sorry, I do. You know, I guess that could be a biblical or religious term for some people. Okay, fine. 
But in my opinion, I think there are some evil people in this world, just to make a quick side note. And I do think they're good people, and I also think there's a lot of indifferent or gray in most people. I know, I'm getting a little off track a little bit, but you get the idea. But getting it back on the track, I just feel in certain communities, and this isn't shade to them, but I have to be honest, in my opinion, I feel like in certain communities, people forget that not everything is all sweetness and light, and it doesn't have to be. And I don't even know if that's even realistic. And I don't even know if that's necessarily healthy. I could be wrong, but in my opinion, I don't think it is. So, of course, love and light is a good thing. Of course, that's not what I'm saying. But we have to acknowledge and accept the darker aspects of life. Or at least know that they're there and we can't be in denial about it. Because, again, the dark isn't always bad. Quote, unquote. The dark does have its place in this world. Like the light does. Like the light isn't always all good either. Contrary to what I tell you, it's not. The light can blind you to certain things, like I said before. Okay. So, moving off of that. Now, in this, in this instance, I do mean this in a metaphoric way, but a, but a combo with just life in general. So, let's just keep that in mind. Now, heading into not so much a magical point of view for a second. Not my favorite, but I do have to acknowledge. <laughs> so here we go. When it comes to non-magical things, you know, just quote-unquote everyday life, quote-unquote, you know, not everyone's always going to be a good person. Some people are D-bags. And while it's good to have a quasi-trusting nature, and while it's good to presume that you always want to look at the good in people, and that's not entirely bad, by the way, and I don't want anyone to stop doing that, but I think we also have to learn to acknowledge that no matter how much we want to look into good in someone, at least at that moment in time, it's just not in them. It's just not at that moment in time. Now, of course, things can change. Absolutely. But at, this, at that moment in time, you can't be blinded to them just because you want to see the good in them. It's kind of like you don't want to ignore the red flags in someone. How, how, and, I, and I'm not a big follower of Dr. Dr. Talk. Let me rephrase this. I'm not a big follower of Dr. Maya Angelou. I'm not. But she is right about one thing. And, and I'm not saying anything bad about her, just to make sure. I'm just being honest. But I have to quote her on this one. She's right. No matter what I think of her or don't think of her, which is not bad. Anyway, I'm overly explaining this. I gotta stop doing that to people. You get the idea. When, show, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. She's right about that. Now, on the other flip side, that doesn't mean people can't change. Of course not. So never assume someone can't change fully. But at least for now, believe them who they are. If they show you one too many negative aspects of themselves, yeah, I might want to accept that. Just like if someone shows you more of their positive aspects, at least at that moment in time, believe them until proven otherwise. Again, none of us are perfect. I'm, I'm going to say especially myself. God knows I've done things to people I'm not proud of. 
Most of the time, not on purpose, but, you know, let's be honest, sometimes I have meant it. Let's be real. I'm not bragging about that. It's quite the opposite. But I have to be honest. Both those aspects are there within me, within us all, some of us more than others. Again, does that mean people can't become better? No, of course not. Absolutely not. But we also have to accept where there are today until if and when that time happens. We can't be blind to people's faults. But at the other time, if someone isn't actively changing, we can't constantly bring them up either. That, that's ridiculous. What I'm saying basically when it comes to this, you have to keep both and all aspects in mind. Keep it pushing, if that makes sense. I'll give you another example. Yes, I'm using myself as an example. Well, it's my show, so what can I say? At least it's less likely of me suing myself if I use me as an example. Seriously, I digress. So let's get real. You know, I know friends constantly, you know, joke with each other, kid, and blah, 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 blah. Of course. That doesn't mean every time someone jokes with you or has that combative comedic relationship that they're being negative or being mean towards you just to be mean? No. No, of course not. To be fair. On the other hand, with me, it seems that people like to do that way too much with me and like to put down everything I like doing. And I always just put up with it for, well, so I wouldn't feel alone. Turns out I felt alone anyway. So maybe I should have cut that off a little bit sooner. Because people sure as hell didn't mind telling me when I was bothering them, as they should. But maybe if I did that, I would have felt a little better about myself, and it would have been more equal. So you're asking yourself, okay, what's the point of this? The point is this. It's one thing to joke around kid with somebody, but if you're constantly doing that and putting them down, and you most likely, not always, but most likely know what you're doing, that's not being a friend. That's not doing that to someone you care about. That's just... Just mean spirited. A joke can be just a joke, and even in good nature, until sometimes it's not. So basically, you have to res- you have to respect yourself and honor yourself to know when to put up with it and when not to, and pretty much tell it how it is. It's one thing to be nice and not tell somebody okay, but if it's at the cost of costing you something, that's going to hurt you in the long run. That's when it's not, because then if you do something to somebody, it's going to be bad. When is you could have nipped that in the bud. So, how does that relate to the dark and the light? Well, it's kind of easy, actually. Because good nature humor is good, and it can be fun and lighthearted. But if it gets hurtful, that's when there's a problem. So, there you go. Hopefully it made sense. Now, Bringing it back to magic for a second, y'all. How does the dark and the light fit into that? <laughs> I think it fits into that pretty easy, actually. So, now I know in some of my other episodes I've talked about magic and curses, witchcraft, witches and warlocks, which I'm actually very proud of those episodes, in part because people have called in and really, you know, gave their two cents and asked questions and really made me think it was really a great discourse. Now, whether or not we all agree, I don't know if that matters. But we were all able to do it, I felt, maybe I'm wrong, 
respectfully. And that was fun. And no one felt, I hope no one felt any old kind of way. However, this is where I think, in my opinion, this is where my opinion is. I hope I don't have to state that every 20 minutes. This is my opinion. That doesn't mean everyone else feels this way. Everyone has a right to their own opinion. I don't know everything. I am still learning. Keep that in mind. However, it doesn't mean, you know, you take everything I'm saying as gospel. You take it with a grain of salt and weigh and crow and do your own research in conjunction with what I'm saying here and see what works for you, ultimately what don't. Okay, okay, good. Now, back to what I'm saying. When it comes to magic, everyone always talks about you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. And that's not necessarily wrong. I mean, you should never do anything willy-nilly. You should definitely have forethought and figure what works for you, what don't work for you. Is it really worth doing something? Are you sure you can handle it? No matter what you do in life, there's going to be consequences. Even if you don't do something, there's consequences. Again, weigh that. And if you do use herbs and things, make sure each herb goes with each thing you do. You know, etc. You know. Basically, weigh the pros and cons to make a long story short. Okay, good. Now, again, ultimately, you have to live with yourself. I don't have to live with you. You don't have to live with me. You have to live with you. But not everything is all happy, hunky-dory, and magic or otherwise. It's just not. So to ignore the darker aspects of life with magic, I think does everyone a disservice. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do baneful magic. That doesn't mean you have to put curses on people. That's not what I mean. But I think in magic... One has to accept that there are darker aspects of it. And dark doesn't necessarily mean evil. It doesn't necessarily mean wrong. It just means, look at it like this. There's a lot of magic users, as I like to say, or try to be in tune with nature in most situations and so on and so forth. And you have to know that, quote, unquote, Mother Nature isn't always the nicest. She has her dark aspects, and when she's fed up, she's fed up, like anyone else. So I think people who are more in a natural magic like that, I think forget that. It's not all about sweetness and light, like I said before. Sometimes we have to take the dark and the bitterness of those things. Again, reiterate, that doesn't mean you have to curse people. That doesn't mean you should do baneful magic. That's not your thing. That doesn't mean you have to create a dark deity if that's not your thing. Please. But, at minimum, we have to acknowledge that magic, like nature, like anything else in the world, has its darker aspects and its lighter aspects. It's sweetness, it's light, it's dark, it's bitter. It's, we just have to really realize that it has those things. And at least respect that. Respect is key is really what I'm trying to get to. We just have to respect that. Because if we don't, well, we do ourselves and our magic and the, the whatever universe, quote unquote, a disservice. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little distracted because I see this guy in his car and he's not moving right away. <laughs> and he's just doing some hand dances, which is cute, but anyway, not really the point of the show. Yes, I know, somehow to have that distraction like a cat with a with a red light, you know, pointer. So, anyway, but back to what I'm saying, y'all. Point is, if at minimum, when it comes to magic, we have to respect that 
it's not always going to be the nicest thing in nature. Well, the nicest thing in our crafting, I should say, if you are into a crafting class. But just magic in general has darker, lighter aspects. Again, I know I'm repeating myself, but I really want to emphasize it and just, you know, acknowledge it, if nothing else. So, there you go. Also look at it this way. Going a little off magic, but not really. I'm actually going to include everything here. When it comes to life across the board, regardless, mundane life, magical life, etc. Not everyone is all sweet and light all the time. Not everyone's all dark and bitter. We all have a little bit within us. Sometimes people a little more on the light side, quote-unquote. Some people go a little bit more on the dark side, quote-unquote. No one's perfect. We all have aspects within us. And we just have to just acknowledge that they're there. Just like when some people say vampires are all bad and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. Like anybody else, vampires have their sides. Yes, some are about drama. Yes, some are negative. Yes, some are draining, purposely or otherwise. Some are this, some are that. Okay, and? But yet there are vampires who are opposite of that, who are good, wonderful, kind people. Yes, they feed from energy or other way or other sources, but so? Most of them do it responsibly and are very ethical about it. And some are not. And some are debatable. Like anyone else with anything. My point that I'm trying to make basically is we all have dark and light aspects that we need to at minimum acknowledge and accept and really not villainize ourselves, just accept that we have it and that sometimes even when we don't mean to do something wrong, we're going to, can't avoid it. And just accept that and learn from it and be better. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying purposely go hurt somebody. I'm not, I would never advocate that. Saying is, even in a best of intentions, sometimes we can't hurt people. I know I've been in that situation a time or two, and recently even. All we can do is try to do better and learn from our mistakes and balance the light and the dark within us all. Now, I'm not just talking magically, once again, I'm talking about life as a whole of a whole, and realize that we shouldn't necessarily villainize people. But we shouldn't necessarily, quote, unquote, make people sound like they're angels, quote, unquote, or deities or whatever, and recognize that people are flawed. Everyone's flawed. Hell, even the gods, I'm sure, are flawed in their own way. They just live forever, pretty much, so they have time, much more time to learn from. Anyway, I digress. So in conclusion, because I think I'm just rambling now, but I hope it's making sense what I'm saying. We just got to, in my opinion... Acknowledge that life is not all some cookie-cutter thing. Life is messy. Life is great. Life sucks. And life is beautiful all at the same time. The sweet with the bitter. Sometimes sweet and the bitter can mix together very well. Sometimes not. Sometimes the light and the dark can mix beautifully together. Sometimes it can't. But like it or not, it's all, it's all part of each other. 
two sides of the same coin, really. Anyway, that's just my take on it. And I have been your host for the One Drunk Ho podcast. I thank you for your time, your support, and then you block me. If you'd like to donate to the show, please go to, once again, my Venmo at W-I-C-T-H Dragon slash D-E-F-O-X-S-A slash D-E-A-R-S-A. I thank you for your love, your support, and your time. And I hope everyone learned something from this, or at least was very entertained by this show. Anyway, just remember to, to balance the light within you and the dark within you. And to make a beautiful balance of both darks and lights. Thank you for your time, everyone. Promote